right. So last week, I, I, I would say last week had a, a serious tone, a buttoned up tone. Um, so we back to ratchetness this episode. Just letting you know. Why you got to say ratchetness while I'm here, though? I'm not saying you were ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had ratchet moments? All right. Me? Okay. Um, yeah. D- actually, that's a good point for the purposes of this conversation today. Two things I will be saying if you ask me any questions. Plausible deniability, or I can neither confirm nor deny those allegations. So, and for everybody, you'll, you'll get a feeling of why you say those things. So, um, last week, um, you know, we talked about, you know, the pandemic and leadership in the pandemic and, and what it's like. Um, we're going to talk about a different thing, but I don't want to have the pandemic focus for this because I know um, this particular topic during the pandemic is wild, just absolutely wild. But um, wanted to talk about dating apps. Um, I will have an episode coming up, just a teaser of modern dating, but with the younger generation in terms of the Gen Zs, which is going to be interesting. Um, but wanted to talk about dating apps as it relates to the quote unquote older crowd or would we say grown folks? Grown yeah, folks. grown folks. So, um, and you know, I, I call this um, particular block the bane of my existence because <laughs> anytime somebody says, so what's dating on dating apps when I was on them? Um, they, I would say well, the bane of my existence. So Shalise, I'm going to start with you. So are, are you <clears throat> still on dating apps? Well... So yes and no. Okay. Okay. Let me explain. I, I think I know what the yes and no is. But. <laughs> I don't know. Le- yes and no. So, okay. I was 100% against dating apps. I was like, that's not my jam. Mm. I like to meet people organically, see if we click. And then I had some friends that were like, you know, you got to try it. You got to try it. So I was like, okay, let me try it. And I think I ended up signing up for Bumble and Tinder. And I'm like, it was okay, you know, at first. And then the longer you stay on, it's like, wow, people are interesting. Mm. So I had, you know, my share of perverts, my share of crazies, my share of, um, you know, decent people. Um, and I have stories for days, but uh, we won't go into those kind of stories because they're, wow. Um, but I mean, I am not on them anymore for those various reasons, but I'm on... Facebook dating. Oh. Funny enough. Oh, that's a thing. Yeah, that's okay. what I said. I'm kind of, but not. So, yeah, it's interesting. Because I thought you were going to say kind of, but not as in I have my profile, mm-hmm. I go on, I get super frustrated, and then I go on invisible, <laughs> and then I'll go back on, and it's like, ah. See, I run into that thing where sometimes it's like I'll go on, and then I'm like, eh, there's nothing there. And then I'm like, I'll find, okay, I'm bored. So I'll just start swiping when I'm bored. Right, right. It's a thing to cure my boredom. <laughs> okay. I hope it's not while you're listening to this podcast. No. Uh, but um, <laughs> so w- what is it like specifically as a black woman on dating apps? Because I've heard some horror stories. So just wanted to get your perspective. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think there's a good, I'm seeing a lot more black women mm. being receptive to dating apps and mm. trying it out. Um I find when you're on there, again, you meet different types of people. You meet your your crazies. You meet, you know, decent people. I find as a black woman, though, um, what I was getting a lot, and I don't know if this is just me, but I find, like, I was attracting non-melanated people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll say white people. Mm-hmm. Um, that had weird fantasies. that mm-hmm. just wanted to get with me because I was black and they had never been with a black person. They wanted to try weird things out and I was just like what is this about right and I was like no I'm not gonna be that person sorry same z's um so what would you say to you know if if one of your friends decided to go on an app like what what kind of advice would you give them in the beginning I'd be like "Mm -mm, girl don't do it but I mean I would say now we're in a digital age Mm. Try it out. I would say go in with very limited expectations. Don't go in there trying to think that you're going to meet, you know, Mr. Right and you're going to find your husband. I mean, it can happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, be open-minded because you're going to meet a whole slew of different kind of people. Um, but I would say try it out. I think everybody should at least try it out once. Right. And see how they feel about it. Um, ever come across somebody you used to deal with? On the on, app? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. What, <laughs> what was that experience like? I, I mean, mean, but like when you see it and when you read the profile. I'm, you know what? For the, the funny thing is, for the most part, I'm friends. And this was going to tie into oh, the next one. <laughs> I'm friends with a lot of my exes. So a lot of them ended up on good terms. So it's like, we're cool. So you true, see true. them on the, the dating app and it's like, hey, you, just for jokes, it's like you swipe right. And it was like, hey, what's up? Ooh. Just for the shits and giggles, right? Yeah. Just to have a conversation. Like, I see you. There you, you go. See I see me. you. Right. Yeah, I see what you mean. That's type of thing. Happening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so from my experience, it's been either you look on their profile and it's like, this is going to sound super egotistical, but you look mm. on the profile, it's like, that described me. And then you look on the other, pro- somebody else's profile and it's like, that is the opposite of me. That is everything that person said. I was right? So they, were, oh. they just tacked in a different direction. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I, I've heard based on research, mm-hmm. I can research, um, that Hinge, because I know with, you know, Bumble and Tinder, mm-hmm. um, they don't allow you to sort by ethnicity. Mm. So, but Hinge allows you to sort by ethnicity. So yeah. would that be something that you would consider if it's then sorting by ethnicity so you can rule out anybody else or? 100%. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, everybody has their preference and um, I think it's it's okay for them to have that All on right. there and, and I would use it. All right, cool. Yeah. Hinge commit me. Just plugged <laughs> you just now. Um, All right, so Andrew, um, you know, you, you've, you've been on them in the past. Yep. Um, how, how, what, just in terms of timeline, rough timeline, how long would you say you were on them from what, what age to what age kind of thing? Oh, age. Ugh. Or just give, just give me like <laughs> five years, two years. I'll give you better. I can give you better. I am in a relationship right now. I am happy. Uh, I can say that. Disclaimer. Um, <laughs> hashtag hashtag important um but when i moved back and this is maybe me personally i, I don't mind sharing a little bit when you move back from calgary when i moved back from calgary i felt somewhat disconnected from the scene from toronto mm. and my friends a lot of them had gotten relationships and were getting married or were married right and i was in a position where i, I had a lot of great friends a lot of people i knew like guy friends or girlfriends but I didn't have that opportunity to go meet somebody like I did when I was in Calgary with friends there or before I moved from Toronto to Calgary. Mm. So I, I kind of used it as a, as a um, kind of necessity because I was looking for someone. I was looking for love. I'm looking for someone great. Uh, I'm looking for a partner. But mm. uh, when I did that, I don't think I really had a very clear description. I had an idea. Okay. And it's different to have an idea versus having a blueprint. I yes. did not have the blueprint. And that literally blew up in my face at times, um, being on the apps and, and just saying, oh, you look cute. Like, let's have a conversation. Let's see where this goes. And mm. you start going down that path, and maybe that's not the way, you know, maybe there are certain things, certain elements that would have been a better fit mm. had I known better. And obviously that comes with maturity, getting a little bit older and realizing, okay, now I know what I'm looking for. All I right. know what mm. I want. And, you know, over the years – I, I've, I've been on the blips of I was on the apps, I was off the apps for a really long time and only exclusively would meet someone I knew or through friends because I wanted to know that there was that connection right. uh, that would just kind of – and maybe it's, maybe it's fairy tale and maybe it's in my head and it doesn't exist that way, although luckily it did uh, in the end. Um, but now, you know, I, I think the biggest thing was uh, I kind of maybe just jumping past your question even farther um, – I, I kind of decided how to define the relationship and the, the partnership I was looking for. Hmm. And I want equality. And that's something that some guys might say and they don't necessarily follow through on. Or a lot of things that sometimes women say and maybe they don't follow through on. But I truly want that kind of equal partnership. We make decisions together. We do things together. But we also do things apart. There's that strength and control, uh, lack of control. There, there isn't a need for someone having ownership over a person. Um, but instead having that, you know, we're both individuals. We're coming together because we choose to. Mm. Uh, we're going to use communication as our foundation. And we're going to then, you know, have the ability to talk through challenges, talk through problems, work together, but then love each other, do things together, want to be together, mm. and grow. Um, and I, I, honestly, a lot of that came from some of my um, my friends that I've met through my travels, like traveling. Uh, so my okay. friends, some of them in London, 
uh, shout out um, Charles and, and Nadia and some shout outs to my friends in, in Italy, Matteo and Valeria and my shout outs to uh, Max um, and Lisa in, in Ireland. And then obviously Matthias and Lisa um, like everywhere, like just seeing how they've made their relationships work hmm. and seeing them come to cut how they've, they've, they've all gotten married and seeing that happen and being there for that. Um, I'm just like, I know what I want. I, I want right. that same level of partnership and relationship. And if I don't have that, then I feel like I'm missing out, you know? Okay. You clearly miss traveling, don't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so a year and a half. Oh. So Shalise, Andrew just said something and I'm going to go off script here. Mm-hmm. This probably could be a whole different episode. Um, but Andrew said something about um, equality. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I have seen is this whole conversation about chivalry mm-hmm. in terms of looking for chivalry in a man, but at the same time wanting men to be emotionally available. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember the episode with um, Insecure where Nathan just disappeared yeah. and ghosted Issa. And yeah. then he came back mm-hmm. and then he said, I was going through stuff, right? And then he was talking about you know depression and whatever. And it was interesting that like the feedback on Twitter was like, oh no, he was just using that as an excuse. He was just kind of just ghosting her. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, hang on. Yeah. Like, this was a time that he was emotional. Mm-hmm. Like he was vulnerable. So then I, I think personally, yeah. it gives mixed messages to guys to where you're like, well, I want you to be yeah. emotionally vulnerable, but is it you want me to be emotionally vulnerable to ex- so I can express my feelings? Mm-hmm. But- if I'm then emotionally vulnerable to, to be in my feelings, yeah. is that a sign of weakness and you want the chivalrous guy, right? It, yeah. It's just, sometimes they find it's mixed messages. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that in, I think the as it relates to yourself and, and talking to your girlfriends? The key is communication. Okay. Right? Like where he went wrong, and I'm going to use that same example, mm-hmm. he just ghosted her. He, mm. There was no communicate. Everything was going great right. up until that point. And then it was like you take off and you're gone for, what, weeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't hear anything. So people are like... If you're commu- if you're going through something, it's fine. Like we're all we all go through things, right? But talk about it, right? Especially if we're seeing each other, um, we have to have a certain level of communication. Um, so I think that's where he went wrong. So you know, yeah, we definitely want guys to be um, emotionally available, mm-hmm. but we want you to be able to communicate and talk about it, right? right? So right, I right. know what's going on because it's okay. one thing if you're dealing with something and then you just kind of brush me off and do your own thing and I don't hear from you, then it's like, well, then your mind starts racing. So what the hell are you doing? Are you out there with some other chick? Like, and then we don't believe you. Right, right, right. That's the whole thing, right? Because you're (laughs) in a situation where you're trying to enter in a relationship with somebody and are you guys really looking for the same thing? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know what you want, you know what you're looking for. And if that person has also shared and there's, there's understanding and and mutualness and, and attraction and connection, then you can take it to that next level. But if there's that, there's always, and that's the problem with the dating apps too, man. Like you, you have this, there, you're, there's interest. You, you've swiped. Mm-hmm. There is interest. But then it's what is the interest and how much of this is mm. you telling me what I want to hear uh, versus right. doing the things that and acting as you, the natural mm-hmm. person who you are, rather than just putting up a facade or a show to get what you want, which isn't what I want. And now all of a sudden we are playing this, this you know, cat and mouse game of, okay, well, I don't want the thing that you're looking for, but I don't know how to have that conversation with you because we've, we're so far down this path now. <laughs> I've seen that and maybe even potentially parts say, of that in the communication. past. Communication, like say totally. what you want up front. There's nothing wrong. If you're just yeah. looking for a hookup and to get your nut, that's fine. Get your nut. But let that be known up front. Right, right, right. Right? And if that's not what you're looking for, you're looking for a relationship, then state that so that we know what we're doing. Yeah, and, 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 and I find that, you know, it's it's such narrow casting, right? Because mm-hmm. you swipe on somebody, and it's like you, you know, if if you were at a bar and you met somebody and you're with friends or whatever, you can listen to what they're saying and you can kind of size up what your entry point is going to be in terms of that conversation. But you swipe on this person, their profile might say something, their profile might not, and you then have to present yourself in a way, and it can go like you know really wrong, right? Um, like I, I, um, I, I had a situation where I had swiped on somebody, black girl, very attractive. And I said, to her, <laughs> I said to her, Oh, you look like such and such a person mm-hmm. who was an attractive person. Yeah. And she was like, 
What's that all about? And then she immediately... Like, Just like that. Yeah. She didn't like the association. Right. Mm. Either that or she thought it was a cheesy pickup line. Oh, my A way to get in, right? <laughs> like, oh, you know, you look like... It's like, yeah. really? Like, you can't tell through the app. That's yeah, the problem. It's, it's, just, it's hard. You, it's, there's so much of... Um, the insinuation of what you think it is, as much as it is, like it's it's blinded by what the person really means. Like yeah. you don't really, it's just words on text. Yeah, I don't yeah. know where the where the inflections are. There's no. Sometimes people don't put grammar. Uh, like you don't know <laughs> what people are doing. Like they don't. They don't. Yeah. They don't have now, it clear. now, Shalice, in fairness, yeah, I did use that before, and it worked at a concert. Oh gosh. And you're gonna love this one. Oh gosh. <laughs> Told this girl she looked like Amory. Okay. And, and it worked. I know how much you love Avery. <laughs> so I wanted to throw that in there. So nice. I, I, that to my yeah. point is it could work either exactly. way. It can go either way. Um, so, oh, you were talking about Insecure. Did, do you remember that episode, Andrew? Or I've actually you? never seen the show. Oh, okay. I, it's on the list. It's was, on the list with about 17 other shows. Setting you up. Oh, okay, perfect. The C block. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, Shalise, um, man, you're like, so good with the segues um <laughs> you had mentioned um that you have seen some exes on apps and you are friends with your exes so if you then met a guy then on the app or organically mm-hmm. um um and he was uncomfortable with the amount of male friends that you had whether they were exes that you actually were with or just friends friends Mm -hmm. um like what would you do yeah and i've had this happen before okay where um because i've got a lot of male friends you know and um i was dating this guy and he was like i don't like that you have so many guy friends and this and the other and for me that just doesn't sit well because it's like i could understand if i was meeting new guy friends mm. while we're together right then i can understand you having a problem with that because like drake said no new friends like why do you need Who? stop can... no new friends jamie you know? can you beat that out please <laughs> <laughs> it's quality only on this podcast uh, <laughs> but you know what i mean and then like if, if i have established friendships for years before i meet you I feel like that's kind of disrespectful and that's insecurity on your part mm. to come in and be like, well, I don't like that you have so many friends. Well, that's something that you're going to have to figure out because my friends were there before you. And I have no problem saying, you know what? Okay, let me introduce you to my guy friends. Yeah, that helps to make you. you more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I've done that before and, you know, it, it's worked out fine. But I think it's a, a bigger issue if that person has a problem and they're kind of trying to tell you no you need to get rid of them or me type of thing it's control yeah it's, it's a control, control and it's a like whole other either. different type of red flag and it's jealousy and it's there's elements of like maybe insecurity for that individual mm-hmm. all right i mean when i was younger i mean there's elements of that that i probably lived through on on both sides mm-hmm. um where y- you don't really know what the other person's thinking truly 100 percent truth with a capital t so if you see someone with other guys and you've been cheated on maybe like well you're just going to cheat on me that's your worldview right that's what the person might think but there has to be that understanding of you you as that guy you don't get to control the situation that person that you want to be with they get to make their own decisions and so i mean i think you did that the right the right way or you you went through that thinking through it the right way because i i mean that's that's how it has to be and if if at that point that person isn't happy still and they're like you can't be friends with them it's like actually I don't need this relationship because there's a slippery slope there and that's not necessarily mm. true. And even to add to that, you're now getting into an issue of trust and that means you don't trust me and my decision-making capabilities right. and things like that. Right. You know? And, you know, if I can't, if you can't trust me, why are we, why are we going down this road? Yeah. And so, but what about when, so I'll, I'll actually ask this in a different way. Mm-hmm. Does, do the dynamics then change with your friends if you are then in a relationship? Meaning, what, what is then that line of demarcation where it's like, okay, you know what? I'm talking to somebody in a relationship with somebody. We can't go to the movies or we can't hang out or, you know what I mean? Like, like where do you draw the line or you're like, you're going to be the same way with your friends kind of thing? I mean, for the most part, I'm the same way, but I do respect the person that I'm trying to build something with. So to a certain extent, you know, it's compromise, it's give and take. It's like, okay, if you don't like me doing something more intimate, like going to a movie with somebody, Mm -hmm. which is us two, I can deal with that, right? But for me, for you to want me to cut 
my male friends out of the picture altogether mm. because you're insecure, jealous, whatever. Mm. I'm not going to do that. Okay, so um, what about the shoe being on the other foot? Have you been in a scenario? <laughs> you know I was going to set you up I know, with this one. I know. Because It's easier said than done, right? <laughs> gals. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, what about when the shoe's on the other foot and he says, you know, well, he's upfront in terms of this person, you know, we used to kick it and mm-hmm. I still hang out with her, blah, blah, blah. Like how... How would you handle the situation? What what are what yeah. are the parameters with, within that? You know, I I same it, it goes both ways, right? I can't be asking you of something if I'm not willing to do the same thing, right? Right. And you got to kind of put your your egos to the side and and all mm. of that, and again, trust that person that you're with. If you don't want to introduce me to the female friends that you have, then I have a problem with that because it's mm-hmm. like, what are you trying to hide? Okay. Like if you guys are friends and there's nothing going on there. Mm. But you don't want to introduce me to them. You don't want me to meet them. Like, why? What are you trying to hide? True, true. So, like, I mean, if we meet each other and we we chop it up and me and her and we were like, listen, we come to an understanding, mm-hmm. then, yeah, I'm cool. But I can't expect you to just ditch your friends because I have the issue with it. Yeah. You know okay. what I mean? I feel like I should probably be on the couch when I tell you this part of the story that I'm going to give you guys. Like, I had a girl uh, that I dated. This is years ago. Probably won't see this. Hopefully we'll see. Um, <laughs> literally said, um, you have so many close friends and people that, that, you know, guys and girls, I don't know that you can really, uh, love me hmm. and love our relationship because you have so many people that, you know, that love you and that you love back. And I'm like, why does that matter? Mm. It's a different kind of love. I mean, there's no love in that respect. Exactly. Yeah. There was the, there was exclusivity there. Yeah, there yeah, was yeah. no, man, there was no polygamy here. Uh, is just friends and having connections and, and relationships with friends of mine. Yeah. And there was a problem with that. Maybe she Both was more worried about just the attention or lack of attention you'd be able to show her because there's so many other people in your life. So maybe that's what it is. She's mixing that up with love, but... It's possible. Yeah. I viewed that as like... And we had... That's obviously tip of the iceberg. Um, <laughs> other issues. But that was one where I just like... I'm like this is a huge red flag. Like, yeah. why can't I have friends? Why can't I introduce you to these people and you get to know them and they yeah. become special to you too? That that's that's the best part about two people coming together. You get that opportunity mm-hmm. to introduce each other to to your life, to right, your right. life and to your lives. Like, that's fun. But yeah, that was that was a disaster. And I'm of that. I I like when I'm in a relationship and I have my own set of friends and you have your own set of friends. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go do your thing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be with you all the time. Yeah. That's a good point. You know too. what I mean? You like, want to have I, I want you to have your own space. separate yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. going on. Yeah. I hate when you mix everything and you guys are all one and it's like. Oh, no, that's, that, that, that kind of makes me sick too when you're just always together Ugh. and you're always holding hands and right? there's always some petting. Like, and then it's like when you guys break up, hey, it's like friends are forced. No, 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 it's no petting. And then, yeah, then when you break up, like, how do you It's like friends are forced to pick a side. Instead of heavy petting. No, not So, go ahead. No, no, after you. Oh no, I'm going to be a horrible host, mm. but I just thought of something oh. in terms of the A block that I want to go mm. back and revisit mm-hmm. that okay. I think is really cool. So okay. apologies. You know, I usually run a tight ship, but I'm going to just do that. got to freestyle sometimes. All right. Mm. You're going to laugh because we've had this conversation. I don't know. I'm going to have Shalice go first. Oh, okay. gosh. Shalice, when you're on the dating apps... Can you tell me some examples of trending of individuals? So the type of guys and the pictures that they have on the apps. So shirt off, hat, holding a fish. Like, because <laughs> we're not on that side, so we don't know. I see Andrew's like. Funny enough, I'm trying to figure it out. I don't see a lot of guys with like their shirts off, very sexualized pictures. Right. I don't see a lot of those. Um. I mean, I think very normal pictures. I'd see a lot of selfies. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if they're into cars, you'll see them with cars and stuff like that or sports. But nothing crazy out of the normal. But, I mean, again, I typically, not typically, I usually date black guys. Right. So I'm not going to see any black guys holding up fish for the most part. Yes. And things like that. So, <laughs> um, so, so to, that, to that note, is there any, is there... Anything in terms of apps that are turn-offs in terms of a picture or turn-ons turn or turn-offs? 
turn that would, off. Would, yeah, or yeah. would draw you to a picture. So are you more into, like, if it's a good profile mm-hmm. and you're reading the profile yeah. or, like— I mean, some people, again— it depends on what you're looking for. Right. If you're looking for a hookup, I don't think you care what the profile says. You're just looking at the pictures. Um, if you're looking for something more, you know, long-term and serious, then you actually take the time and read, like, what they have on their profile. Right, right, right. Um, so somebody that has a good profile, you know, has listed, like, their interests and, you know, there's a lot of information there along with pictures. Definitely will catch my eye. Um, if I see pictures of guys that are like naked to me it's cheesy i'm like i don't want to see all of that like if i want to see it i'll ask you for it mm. but to have that just out flaunting on your profile you're half naked no <laughs> that's not cute no don't want any part of that yes they do think it is oh my god i'm going down such a rat hole i have Let's to ask another question <laughs> <laughs> white celebrity guy you'll risk it all for Ooh. okay if you want to come back to that and think no, about I that. No, I have one. Travis Kelsey. Because mm. uh, he fine, fine. He not fine. his dancing moves? He fine, fine. I don't care what he does. Not his brother? Oh. <laughs> Can't even believe they're brothers. Um, hey. Yeah. Travis Kelsey. Oh, okay. He could get it. Um, who else? I'll what think about it, five? but definitely, definitely Travis Kelsey. Five. Okay. <laughs> You you want to think about yours on the other side? You'll risk it all. No. Okay. What's the other side? <laughs> guys, Wait, guys black, are black. Black, black girls. You'll risk it all for. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know names anymore. Whoever's, um, I, I like very uh, an excellent actress. Um, are you going for her credentials now? What's the don't show? say Stacy Dash. What's the show? No. Oh gosh, um, <laughs> she's part of my Zen- block Zendaya. Scene. Oh, Zendaya. Yeah. Okay. Great actress. She is. Yeah. yeah. Yes, she is. Yeah. I won't mm-hmm. wax poetically about um, Malcolm and Marie because right. I'm going to get choked out if I do that. Um, <laughs> Apparently, I have to watch that. Yeah. It's on the list. So, profiles. Mm-hmm. I guess you and I can go back and forth in terms of the barbs of what are the traditional profiles. Shalise is interesting now because Shalise is like, um, what is it like on the other side? Right. It's funny. You'll see... You'll see the profile, and I don't know if you. I think I have a ridiculous memory, so I remember all this stuff. So you'll see the 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 profile where there's no picture, and it's like, why is there no picture? <laughs> Swipe left, right. Uh, you got to wonder, right? Uh, then there's the profile where there's just pictures, uh, uh, and then there's the profile where there's actually been effort put in, right? Where they're actually putting some information in there, and those were the ones that caught my attention because I wasn't really trying to just whatever. I yeah. wasn't. I wasn't trying for hookups. Like I was literally like. When I was doing this a few years ago, I was trying to find somebody. And I was – I actually was – start. I started on, on Tinder when I first went into this world. And I was like, wow, this is not the right world for me. <laughs> and I immediately moved into Bumble. There was okay. no hinge back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was where I actually did find a couple of, you know, great relationships, I think. I mean, obviously, unfortunately, they, did, they didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were some great girls that I met there. Um, and I think that was, for me, what I was looking for. But, like, if you're looking specifically into the profile pictures, maybe – I'll pass the baton back to you. What, what did you see? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go on the swipe left. Um, peace signs. Okay. Nope. Um, filters. Nope. Yeah. I didn't always notice when I saw those. Mm. I found it after. If I did, <laughs> Cultural appropriation. Going to another town, another city, another country and wearing their traditional garb. Nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, taking pictures. With the locals, you know, the little black kids. I see that a lot. You're no. right. I, I, I get the virtual virtue signaling that you're doing, that you're like, you're worldly and you care about your, the white man's burden thing. Mm. No. Because <laughs> now you're looking at them and you're, I'm going to have a conversation with you. No. Oh. So I'm just saying those are the ones that it's like, yeah. right? Or the ones that are like, parasailing, jet gliding, like all of this adventurous stuff. And I'm like, it's How not am I going to keep up. No, not even that, but oh. it's like, really? Like that's what you do on a normal day. Oh. Like, that, like yeah. you know what I mean? So the ones that I have a tough, a tough time with were the ones where there would be like four or five pictures oh, and there's like yeah. seven girls in all of the pictures. Oh. Like, right. It's like, who who am are I? you? Who is it? I, I don't hate, know. Yeah, I hate that. See those I ones? Hate that. Those ones? I would then just swipe right because I'd be like, yeah. Just to play. Loving the crew? Oh, this guy. No, because I'd be like, (laughs) (laughs) what about the ones that have different hairstyles every single picture? And it's like, 
So what hairstyle are you rocking now kind of thing? So anyway. Some of these these I didn't see as much, but I mean, yeah, obviously, like right off the bat, you're like, how many hairstyles are you going to really have? Are you wearing wigs? What's going on here? I.e. recent pics. Um, (laughs) So I want to go back to the Just Friends Mm. um, Mm. thing. Man, we got to do one on Malcolm and Marie. I know I'm going to get choked out, but I I still want to do Malcolm and Marie. We're going to do one. Um, So... Andrew, back to, you know, the, the conversation that I asked, Shalise, I'll ask you the conversation. I'll, I'll ask you the question in a different way. Sure. So if a friend approached you and said, you know, hey, like I just started, I just met this girl and, you know, she doesn't want me to hang out with my ex-girlfriends or my female friends. What kind of advice would you give him? Yeah, good question. I think I'd, I'd look at it and I'd, I'd maybe would want to have a good perspective on it. I'd want to know who she is, who this girl that, that's asking this of him. Because mm. I've had friends that have been put in similar situations, not exactly like that, but where the girl tries to take the dominant position and tries to take control of the relationship. The high ground? Very much. <laughs> and it's dangerous ground for you to just be like, yep, okay. <clears throat> oh, yeah, you don't know problem. Yeah, and yeah, just yeah. hand everything over. Yeah. Uh, it's not that you're doing anything wrong. It's not that I'm suggesting that anyone should cheat or do anything wrong. Not like that at all. But also, you have your relationships. You have your friends. Why do you have to give all of that up just because someone demands it of you? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this the relationship you really should be fighting for and that you really want? Hmm. But then I'd ask the question, why are you hanging out with your ex-girlfriends? What is really going on? What's happening there that that you're holding on to? Okay. Are you trying to still deal with one of your exes where you're like – I'm keeping one foot in, one foot out. And yeah, this is the one I'm in just now. In case. And you're you're being you're being legit, right? right. But you're also kind of keeping keeping tabs, right? Right. That's the other aspect that you have to think thing. about. It is. It is uh, like that's, 100%. that's why. Like if I, if I was talking to a girl in that situation, right. and it was the flip, and the guy was telling the girl that she couldn't have guy friends, and like, hey, Andrew, like I don't know if I can be a friend of yours anymore because my boyfriend's saying this. I'd be like. That's controlling. That's a massive red flag and warning sign. Right. I'm not trying to get with you, but you really need to t- deal with this because this is a, a red flag for you. So would you tell him to chill out if the shoe was on the other foot and she said, I want to have guy friends and I want to have exes? Like, It's the exes, I think, that does that does throw a curveball. Uh, okay. It, it throws a curveball to me where it's just like, yeah, you really got to make sure your intentions are known. The communication is key. Right. You've got to be talking. And – you also have to want this relationship and you start to get other signals. That's one signal. Mm. But then you'll get other signals like, um, you know, who, how much are they actually hanging out with that other person or other people? Like you start to see and sense other things. And you got to see it holistically all together because if you just kind of take that one instance, it could be bad. It could be good. But maybe they have good intentions and say like, hey, like I have exes. I've stopped talking to them because – you know, they were, they were trying to get with me. Yeah. Maybe they're worried not so much about your intentions, but your exes are trying to get with you and they want to I think it depends on the off. dynamic too, right? Like yeah. the dynamic of the relationship you have with your ex. So like yes. if yeah. it's, if it is, um, you know, a relationship where, you know, you were just talking, you guys weren't sexual or something like that. Yeah. That's one thing. But, you know, if you guys were in a serious relationship, you were sexual, whatever, I think you still have to be transparent and let the person you're with now know, like, right. yeah, okay, like, it's my ex or, yeah, or you know, 100%. it's completely a strictly platonic relationship. Um, you know, we had sex or we didn't have sex, whatever. I think that right. makes a difference, too. Absolutely. Yeah, you could you could have dated someone, yeah. like, gone on two or three yeah. dates, and you're like, hmm, this isn't going to work. But we could be friends, yeah. so let's hang out. And then you're cool. And nothing really ever happened. Right. I think that is very different from, yes, you know, obviously. But can't the dynamics change in terms of access? Like, can't you be in a dynamic to where, you know, yes, you used to be sexually attracted to this person and like you're just not anymore and just you just see them in a different way? Or you think there there will always be a flicker there or there will always be a, if it's that, you know, that little sliver – you know, I'll kind of shoot the shot, shoot my shot there. Like, I you- feel like that's more so for guys. And I know you guys will be like, what? I feel like guys do that more. Uh. I feel like um, guys always want to leave it where there's that chance that they can still get back in if they want right. to, if they need to. And I feel like girls don't really do that. 
it's like mm, yeah, if we're done, we're done. Off. It's like yeah. we're not going back there. And to that point, that that is what always fascinated me about women. Mm-hmm. To where you don't really know what their breaking point is. And when they're done with you, they are done with yeah. you. And you can't predict. It's just like one day, it's just like. Done. <laughs> Ain't no going back. Right. Where No, that's that's an interesting point to where, yeah, guys will always just. But do you feel, I I mean, because I, I, I think the line of demarcation in terms of if you're in a relationship with somebody. um. You know, I I think it's okay to talk on the phone. I think it's okay to text. I don't think it's okay as it relates to um, actually being at their house and hanging out, right? It's or, just the two of you. Yeah, because yeah. I I just I just think it's a respect thing, but also there could be a lot of familiarity. You know what I mean? With just the space or just talking about something or watching a show kind of thing. And it's kind of, I, I know you say with girls, like when yeah. you're done, you're done. Yeah. But where you could potentially fall into that, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I think um, definitely that should be the, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's yeah, that I'm face all well, I'm just thinking, I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, you put yourself in a position where you're you're setting yourself up. Like, right. why, why do that? Right. Why would you go to that extent? Like, you can hang out with someone. Unfortunately, in current circumstances, it's not as easy. So maybe yeah. that does happen more often now. But what, you shouldn't have to put yourself in that position yeah. where you're like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to come over and we're going to get under the blankets and we're going to watch popcorn. And <laughs> yeah. of course this is okay. It's my ex. We're just, we're just friends. Like, yeah, like the bottle of wine and everything else is going with, like, the, yeah, that, that's yeah. massively inappropriate. Now, I, I, I think yeah. if you're in a public place, yeah. right, like, and you decide to go out for dinner or you decide to go out for a drink, full disclosure or, you know concert or whatever mm-hmm. like i i think that's okay because it's mm-hmm. like this right um but yeah i i think that yeah. would be the the line of you're not trying to hide it that's the biggest right. thing, right like you're out in public people are going to see you friends of friends are going to see you you're not hiding it and you're up front yeah the communications there and you're probably not going to go with just two people you might go with five six seven eight people people you're going to hang out and it's like you're cool you're all hanging out yes but like two people at a house either house <laughs> or a condo and yeah, like, you, and, hmm. you were you were just talking about um, um, public places and running into. Remember, I saw you at the Raptors game that time. Which one? Relieving. Never mind. Okay, we'll I don't remember. After. Okay, good. I, I had seasons I, last year. I, I'm glad. I'm glad ago. that you don't don't remember. Um, <laughs> <almost every> time. <laughs> so we're gonna go on a on another theme, and I I, I just and, remembered. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second, but I totally remember now. You had to walk to the go, sta- go train station. Uh, so, so as you can tell, a bit of this the, uh, the theme this week, um, we've been picking on an Andrew. Um, and I hope that uh, you've been a great sport about this. So, by the way. Oh, no, that's fine. Um, okay. <laughs> So, What's coming? But you no, know, I, I, I just want to make sure ready. that we, we let uh, beep that out, please. What's wrong with you? I don't know. Um, <laughs> a lot, I guess. We, I need one bleep a week. I need the bleep. I know you're so bleep worthy. <laughs> but, I, but, I, but I hope the way that we're coming at you like spider monkeys that other white people will feel that they don't they don't feel threatened in terms of coming on the show. Yeah, fair. Um, I hope not. This is fun. I'm so, having a great time. So I, I, don't, know, I don't know how we... This other topic, Shalise, how I came up with this, but you and I had a good laugh about this in terms of going through this. So um, take us through what the definition is on black Twitter, hashtag black Twitter, when they say this person could come to the cookout. (laughs) So let's see. So the cookout is almost like, I guess... A secret society, if you will, right? So when we extend an invitation to a non-melanated person to enter our world, our secret society, it's a big thing, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So it's almost like a rite of passage. It's like you've now been accepted into black culture and black society, okay? Um, With that, I think that some people have been abusing, handing out this past this invitation to the cookout um because for me 
you know, coming to the cookout isn't just about, does this person have swag? Are they down? For me, it means a lot more. It's like, you know, you got swag, you're down. That's cool. But have you done things to um, impact um, black culture and society and, you know, things like that. Are you down for causes? Are you, mm-hmm. are you putting, you know, yourself on the line right. to, to be down for our, our causes and stuff like that? So for mm-hmm. me, that's what the cookout invitation is all about. But on a broader level, it's, you know, you get in that pass because it's like, oh, you down. Yeah, you come to the cookout, honey. Yeah. So with that being said, um, who would you invite to the cookout? Okay. So again, keeping, you can have more than one. Oh, I've got a few. So, okay. but keeping with my definition of why they should be included in the cookout. Travis Kelsey's going, right? Oh, it's it's would be our Lord, cookout. Travis, I didn't there. even know about this Travis Kelsey thing. I, I'm, I'm just, just learning about this. Too. And just, he likes black girls. Hey, his what? girlfriend is black, and they've been together for years. But I mean, let her slip up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so people I Travis, would invite. <laughs> people I would invite to the cookout. Um. Oh, let me see. Betty White. Betty White gets a gets a, a pass to the cookout. All right. Betty White is there. I could see her doing the electrics live. Yeah, but I mean, even more so, she gets a pass because I think she had a talk show back in the days, like maybe the sixties or seventies, and mm. she brought on a black guest. Okay. And the network told her you cannot have any more of those people on the show. And she was like, oh, yeah? <laughs> now making him a regular on my show. So nice. she she stood up for things like that. So that's yeah, why yeah. she gets a pass. Mm-hmm. Um, John B., he gets a pass because he is the original. The uh, Why are you looking at me like that? I'm who's, just listening. Who's John B.? So John B. is a white um, R&B artist. Oh, okay. Okay. And he was around in 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was the song? Don't worry about us. Um, they don't know. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know about this. Yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> it's like over my head. I thought John B. So. gets a pass. Um, I would give a pass to, and and you know people may not like this, but Michael Rappaport. Mm. I give mm. him a pass. He gets a pass. Gets yeah. A pass the cookout. Yeah. My my relationship with. Mike Rap is an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I will tell you that I used to listen to his podcast religiously before he went sub, and he was one of the reasons why um, that gave me the inspiration for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember listening, like there was one time I was listening to him on the go uh, coming in, and I tweeted at him that, um, you know, like you're killing me. Like I'm in the quiet zone here and I'm laughing my head off. And he actually on the next episode, he was like, don't blame me if you're in the go train and you're going to get kicked off the go <laughs> really? train. So I was like, that was pretty cool. Um, I, I think that, you know, he has always been one who, you know, I, I, I think, you know, has, has reverence um, mm-hmm. for uh, the black culture. Um, have you seen his wife? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Bill Burr's wife? No. Mm-hmm. <sighs> haven't check bill burr's wife okay um he would get an invite to the cookout not only just because that but i i i think recently um mike rap has kind of gotten into a, a kardashian mode and what i mean kardashian mode is like like when he when he when he's away from the spotlight mm-hmm. he then starts doing stuff to get back in the spotlight and i think his last situation with spider like with mm-hmm. uh kd um, was a little too far because it was like he started something mm-hmm. and then Katie finished it and then you then kind of did the whole innocent kind of thing, right? So I can see that, but <laughs> yes, I would say like he's always done that. He he, I think he even has like a, a podcast or a show where or a segment on Instagram where he literally calls people out on the stuff that they send him in his DMs. So he always puts people on blast. Like, he he legit does that. I know, but he's never shied away from it before has, to where I, he has now. I think where the problem was is that His KD, wife? not even that. The situation with KD was, KD was now... Kevin turning, Durant. Sorry, Kevin Durant. Um, took it to that next level where mm. it wasn't just that banter and kind of going at each other. Right, it right, was like, right. Yo, true, I'll true. kill you. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. find you in the streets. <laughs> I'll spit on you. I'll do this. So I think he, he kind of... Took it to that next level. So yeah. that's where he was like, what? Okay. Um, 
so yeah, shout out to Mike Rapp. Yeah. Um, so who do you think conversely thinks they should get an invite to the cookout? Mm-hmm. Um, and we're like, nah. Um, Chet Hanks. He's the only one right now on my list. Like, <laughs> I need him to stop because you're not that guy. Okay. You're not Jamaican. You didn't grow up in that type of environment. Like we know your brothers and sisters. We know your mom and your dad. I need you to stop. He's like literally the black sheep. You're not coming to the cookout. You're not. You're, you're not even. You're not even knowing the address. <laughs> you're not. You're not. <laughs> I I I think one person who thinks she should be invited to the cookout, who's like, nah, we're good, is Chelsea Handler. Yes. Um, she is just a bit much. You know. Yeah. You know, great. You have a great spice rack. Okay, cool, cool, cool. You know, but. I mean, like, just because you dated 50 Cent, just because you, you know, used to date black dudes in the past. It's just because like, you like black dick doesn't yeah. mean you get to come to the barbecue. Yeah, so it's like... <laughs> She's not going to get bleeped for that? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I think that is one that I, I have a absolute issue with. Yeah. Um, one person that, you know, now that you had mentioned in terms of inviting to the cookout, that... I didn't think of, but your Betty White reference made me think of them, is Dolly Parton. Yes, uh, that's a good one. Yeah. She She's been down. down yeah. from day one. And the thing about it is people probably, like growing up, and yeah. like, but she comes hard yeah. on Twitter she does. in terms of it, and she doubles down on it. Absolutely. Um, okay, cool. So, uh, Andrew, mm-hmm. you, you remember that Dave Chappelle episode where um, – it was the Jeopardy, and Dave Chappelle was asking white people black questions. Yeah, yeah, You've never yeah. seen that? Oh, yeah, yeah. And there was, like, the, um, there was, there was I, think, I can't remember the rapper's name, and then there was, like, one of the writers on the show, and there was some guy on the street, and then there was a yeah, bodega a owner. A professor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, there was a professor. What's a Lucy. That's right. That's right, yeah. Or when uh, said, um, what's a badonkadunk? And right. then the white girl is like, yeah, I know what that is. I get called that all the time. Yes, that's right. <laughs> she was like a prison warden or something, a corrections officer or whatever. Yeah. So um, you get invited to a cookout. Okay. Have you ever been to a cookout with a black girl? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay. So what, you know, she says, we have a cookout. We're having a cookout in the park or in the back of somebody's yard. And you want to bring something, but, you know. She says, please, don't bring anything. Please. Don't bring anything. Please. <laughs> oh, I'd probably so, bring like a six-pack of beer or something, just something not empty-handed. <laughs> like whatever I'm going to drink, right? Okay. So um, would you put raisins in your potato salad? Funny question. I don't like potato salad. Okay. So I would never want to bring potato salad. That'd be like the last thing I would bring. And not, there would obviously be zero raisins anywhere near that potato salad because I wouldn't even eat the potato salad. Okay. No ingredients. If someone zero. said you bring macaroni and, uh, macaroni and cheese, would you bring Kraft mac and cheese? Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. I have, I have made a mac and cheese. I've done both. But if I'm going somewhere, mm-hmm. if I'm going to and I want to impress somebody – I want to cook that stuff from scratch, and that's the Italian background in me, where I like I want to cook it all the way from the beginning, make it myself. So yeah. macaroni and cheese made from scratch, oven, like a cake. Ooh, good question. I would do both. So you gotta you gotta boil the 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 noodles first, right? And then you gotta add the cheese and stir it in the pot, and then you gotta put it in the baking dish, and then you want you want the crumbly, you want the crispy on the top. So you okay. gotta have. Shalisa's gonna go about to get real cheesy. inappropriate when you said macaroni. I'm just letting you know when you started stirring, she's about to get real inappropriate. Oh, is that the point? <laughs> is that what happens then? Oh my gosh. Okay. <clears throat> I just I didn't, I didn't know where the line is. <laughs> I probably wouldn't bring KD. I probably wouldn't. I'd probably I'd make okay. it and then I'd do something like nice and fancy because I'd want to impress. So yeah. um hypothetically. In terms of your grits, sugar or salt. I don't know how to make them. Okay. So that's I'm I'm like over right now, aren't I? Because I have no idea. <laughs> this, this is the stuff Black Twitter talks about. Okay. Um I, I got a good one for you. Hold on. Um but so this whole thing about grits, you can go look up what grits is. No, I, I think I've because my cousin Vinny, there's a grits up there's a grits okay. are in that. And grits take what? 
20 to 30 minutes to make. I don't know if it's that long, but I never mind. I'm trying to remember from the so, Pesci. So one of the things that I noticed is there is grits, like a Southern American grits, mm-hmm. and then there's West Indian grits. Yeah. I have never heard a West Indian person talk about sugar in their grits. No. It's always been salt. Yeah. And I swear I will fight somebody. <laughs> I will put paws on them if they try to put sugar in my grits. Yeah. Like that's at that level. Grits are like a potato. It's like, like a... It's like a cornmeal like kind a, of thing. Right. Okay. Have you ever okay. um, yeah. heard a cream of wheat? Heard of it. Yeah. It's, it's kind of similar to that. Okay. So um, I'm going to just... You got one? Take, I'm just going to take a tangent here. Oh, and, and I'm going to go West Indian, West Indian. Mm-hmm. I know of two countries in the West Indies or the Caribbean or mm-hmm. the Caribbean. Um, <laughs> rice and peas, and peas and rice. Look at your face right away. And I think we've had that fight when next we were is going to be curry chicken and, and, and chicken curry. <laughs> I've That's never the next one. Chicken curry is like probably West Indian. Guyanese people. Yes. Chicken curry. Yes. Yeah. So what side do you it's land rice on? rice and peas. Yeah, I say rice it's and peas. It's not peas and rice. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Bahamas. Small Bar- island people. Barbados is the only other one yeah. that I heard that says peas and rice. And peas and rice is so natural to me to say it. And then people so, are like, yeah. there's more rice than peas. That's, yeah. yeah, exactly. But I don't know. It just yeah. kind of rings in terms of... Rice and peas. Mm-hmm. Peas and rice. Yeah. Okay. Rice and peas, curry chicken. Yeah, it's whatever is like, you're not adding chicken to your curry. Like, you're adding curry to your chicken. You add peas to the rice. Yeah. Fine. Um, Andrew, what songs would be playing at the cookout? Good question. I love so many different types of music. No, 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 no. Oh, wait, sorry. What songs do you think will be playing at the cookout? Oh, I'm really bad on pop culture in general. I mean, if I were to pick top 40 music, I mean, I'd probably just throw a dart at a dartboard and be just as accurate. Have you ever heard of Frankie Beverly and Mays? Mays? Yes. Not not the spray. No, not Mays. No? Frankie Beverly sounds really familiar. Okay. Um, Before I let go? No? Mm, Not even the Beyonce. If I heard the song, I would probably know it. (laughs) This is the problem. Like, I I just don't know. That should be, we should have had some music and played that. That would have been good. Name that tune. No, (laughs) we're going to get sued. We can't do that. That's true. Fair enough. We'll do it off air. (laughs) Have you ever danced an electric slide? I'm a terrible dancer, but when and if we can ever go to any type of club or party where dancing's allowed, I will have enough alcohol to dance and I will show you what my dancing looks like. And hopefully I'm not as um, COVID weighted at the time where I can actually. But technically the electric slide is one of those things where you're just kind of doing. I'll just let you know though, like when you do go to a cookout, Mm -hmm. any kind of black function for that matter, Mm -hmm. there's certain dances that will always happen. The electric slide is one of them. Got to know how to do it. Like you got to know how to do it because at any given moment, the electric slide. It's just going to we'll break out. Yeah. Love it. So we didn't have a recap of versus who won between Earth, Wind, and Fire and Isley Brothers. Who did win? Because I was watching and I didn't even see. I know who my clear winner was. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's no actual winner. Like you just pick whoever you People think is better. It. I kind of oh. liked, I liked both, but I I didn't really know the Isley Brothers. Like I hadn't seen them perform. Right. I've seen stuff from Earth, Wind, and Fire because I'm a huge fan. Mm. Uh, bigger fan, I guess, than Isley Brothers. So I kind of like the Isley Brothers. I give it to them. Okay. So Shalise, I'm, I'm going to go down. Uh, I, so I, I heard this question mm-hmm. that was um, actually Dan Lebertard asked Jamil Hill this question. And I the, the definition that she gave I was like, it was a whole different definition for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is relevant because it was in the group chat. Can you please define for the crowd what is a zaddy? <laughs> okay. So if you watched the verses. <laughs> please set it up. You would have known, you would have recognized that Ronald Isley was giving off a certain vibe. So much so that people were asking for the first like 10, 15 minutes. He was sitting right there and people were like, where's Ron? Where's Ronald? Not realizing he was sitting right there because his appearance has changed so much. He had a full-blown beard, you know, grayed up. He was dressed all dapper and he had this swag. But 
a zaddy is like, you know, it's like, it could be an older gentleman that's just giving off like vibes, like do me vibes. Like they're like, mm, mm. he cuts across all lines. Grandmother, yeah. mother, mother, yeah. the zaddy. daughter, like everybody's yeah. like, yeah, he could get it. Okay. Whether you're the, you're the mom, the daughter, the grandmother, the great grandmother. Yeah. But is his wife is like in her late 40s, I think she's, I think 49 yeah, or 40, something like that? I think she's 45. Yeah, she's really hmm. she's really pretty. Yeah. Now, I always thought. Yeah. I so that's thank you for that definition. I always thought a zaddy was you don't want to call your man a daddy, so you're calling him a zaddy. So I, I didn't realize it was the level of hotness yes. within. So I should aspire to zaddy levels then, yeah. is what I say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. New goal in life. <laughs> All right. Um, another question I have for, for the verses. Yeah. How did you feel when the evening went on and, um, you know, Mr. Biggs came out and mm-hmm. started up with the Kells music? I saw on Twitter there was a lot of consternation. As it yeah. relates to, you know, that feeling. Like, what were your thoughts on that? Did you want to turn off? Were you nope. conflicted? I wasn't conflicted at all. Okay. I loved it. I mean, you can't take that away, right? right? Like, that's part of Ron Isley. Like, that was part of his evolution, going from Ronald Isley to Mr. Biggs. Like, he would, I mean, you did notice that he didn't play too much of that era of music. And right. then when he did play it, he didn't go into, like, the R. Kelly parts of the song. Um, but I think for him, you had to... You had to get a blight because you had to play them. Like that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. part of, that was because people that's were waiting it. on it. They're yeah. waiting on it, right? Like you couldn't. He couldn't have not played contagious. Like and couldn't have. and and that's the thing. I I you know I, I was talking to my son about it, and I was like, you know, have you ever heard this song? And and he was like, no. And I was like, you gotta listen to the song because he was playing Isley Brothers just randomly, and I was yeah. like, and I was like, we're looking at each other, and I'm like I'm so conflicted <laughs> playing this song, but this song's so good, yeah. right? Um. But I haven't had him pull up the video yet, so pull yeah. up the video for Contagious. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay. Crazy I haven't seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, watch it. So, I will. So make sure, you know, take your notes when you're watching this on Saturday morning and just, you know, make sure <laughs> you, you're doing all that stuff. Um, Who did our, you have as the winner, though, in your head? See, the thing about it is I, I – they're so different to me. They are. Right? Yeah. In terms of music style. So to me um, – Earth, Wind, and Fire is Sativa and Isley Brothers Indica. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Earth, Wind, and Fire is you're at the cookout. Yeah. Isley Brothers is you're a little tipsy and driving, not you're driving, drunk driving, but you're feeling nice and you're going home. Yeah. You're playing some Isley yep. to set it up. Yeah. So it's it's a totally yeah. different vibe. They, they're completely different. Now, one thing I was... When I was watching it, I was like, okay, so I'm watching Vern and Philip Bailey. Do they look at each other and realize how ridiculous their hairstyles are? Or so. like, all right. <laughs> I've been told. You, you can't attack the I've hairstyles. Been, I've been told to shut that down. <laughs> I'm going to attack a woman's hairstyle, but the, at that age, it's a little ridiculous, man. Come on. I mean, that's that's what they're known for, though. They Philip always Bailey. had. Go home. Always, Go home. Just listen. At least he didn't have the ex- the long extensions in it coming oh, down. Like that's what they're known for. Stevie Wonder. Somebody just go home, Stevie. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. It was the Isleys for me, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, this has been great, Andrew. Thank you for being such a good sport. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is this is a good episode. I hope everybody enjoyed the episode. We certainly did. We certainly did when we were getting this all together um, and it came out really well. So uh, thank you uh, for another episode. Um, Shout out to India. We're huge in India, FYI, just letting you know. Um, But um, thank you again for another episode. Um, Shout out to 1990 Studios and Jamie slash Chris. Doing a great job as always. Um, And for another week, signing off. See y'all later.